Today, we begin a series of interviews with people who speak more than one language and have experienced more than one outlook on life. We begin with my darling husband, Thierry, who up until the moment we met had a completely different life experience in all things education, learning of languages, the way they look at the world in Europe, in France in particular. And he graciously agreed to be my practice interview guest before beginning with another human being that you will not want to miss, Lana March, poet, artist, photographer, someone who lives a life of loving kindness and will talk about all that with us in two languages because she is perfectly bilingual in French and English. That is coming up on Wednesday. Stay tuned. Don't miss this episode. And today, welcome to Thierry, and thank you for being my guest. Bonjour, and welcome to French Please, the podcast. We believe a language is best learned through conversation between friends or family members. Each episode, your hosts, Angela and Thierry Chenu, share ways to make your home a place where French language and culture from around the world are incorporated into your day, the fun, fast, and easy way. Hello, Thierry. Bonjour. Bonjour. Good afternoon. Hey, sweetie. Joining us today on French Please, the podcast, we have the one and only Thierry Chenu, who is also my my life partner, my husband, and father of my five children. So happy to have you here today. Uh, let's start with a question about languages. Can you tell us what languages you have studied and what languages you speak today? So I studied uh, English, obviously, uh, Spanish, and then uh, a language that I've studied a bit I don't speak per se is Latin. Um, okay. Latin. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And of those, which which of those have you retained today? Uh, mostly English. Uh, for life choices, we've moved from France to America at some point. So I've been uh, speaking the language uh, for the last 20 years about mm, every day, maybe. Every day, uh, maybe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Unless it's, you know, just our family on vacation or we go back to France, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, was there in your life at some point a specific event, person, or a goal that made you choose to learn this language, whichever one it may be, or to move to another country to learn it or anything like that? So um, I'm thinking of an event. I, th I think the uh, learning a foreign language is part of standard French curriculum uh, at school. So at the beginning of um, middle, middle school, I believe, we start learning one foreign language. Uh, most The most common ones in France are in that order 
uh, English, Spanish, and German, I believe. Mm -hmm. uh, so I, I picked English then, uh, did two years of English only, and then the last two years of middle school, you get to pick another uh, um, language. I picked Spanish then, but because of the uh, class I was in, um, I had an opportunity to pick uh, a uh, quote, dead language, end quote, and I mm -hmm. picked Latin. And the choices are common, you know, common, the choices are between uh, Latin and Greek, which are two uh, languages that have, for the most part, formed a huge percentage French is today. Sure, just like they have for English, actually, which mm -hmm. I'm sure you knew. But um, mm -hmm. so I, I assume if you're saying a dead language, it would have been ancient Greek then, and not the one that's spoken today in the country. Huh? Yes, my bad. Yeah, okay. no, that's that's an interesting. It is it is an interesting fact that Greek and Latin are at the root of both Romance languages and other languages like English. Mm -hmm. So, are there any? places that you might have discovered via travel or through literature because of English, because you speak English? Um, so while I believe I was 15, I had an opportunity to travel to Denmark uh, for a couple of weeks. And uh, part of the selection process was being able to speak English. The the trip was organized by the Rotary and regrouped a, a, um, a, a selection, not a selection, but a blend of students from uh, different European countries. And on top of my head, I think we had Spanish, somebody from Spain, couple person from Belgium, couple person from England. Switzerland and I think Germany and so English was and I think still is a, a very common language that is spoken across Europe as a you know, foreign language. So, so, so Danish would not have been the lingua franca of this trip. You, you needed English to be able to Yes. survive and to participate with an international community. Okay. Yes. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Is there perhaps a job that you were offered or something you created for yourself in a pr the professional life because of your proficiency in another language? Um, so I, I have, uh, so I moved, in, as you know, we moved to this country in 2001. And so I had an opportunity late 2000 to interview, uh, write letters, uh, cover letters, uh, a resume in English for, uh, as I was looking for a job so that we can execute our plan to, to, to move to America. I do remember several interviews that you had over the phone while we were in France. Mm -hmm. in our kitchen and I'm trying to keep the children quiet and listening to you interview in English for the first time ever. That was and, that was, and it was hard. That was pre that was pre Zoom, <laughs> pre video conference. So it's all on a, on the on the home phone. 
so 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 it's even I think it's even more difficult to communicate because you don't have a visual contact with the person. So it's uh, and then you know I think I'm sure phones have evolved the quality of the audio as well. So I think it was uh, challenging and, and interesting at the same time. I bet. Well, this is kind of a follow-up question then, which might seem obvious. You know, you now you live in a different country, but what would you say is the aspect of your life that has changed the most from having this second or maybe third language in your life? There's some, is there a mindset? Is there an outlook? Is there something besides well, the physical move? Well, it definitely opened doors to other cultures. Um, being able to not just talk, but communicate, understand, get some feedback from from somebody, someone, a group of people, if you know another family or a group at work in a foreign language, being able to express that and get feedback and be able to process that feedback i think it's uh, yeah. uh it's 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 life changing um to the point where at this moment my 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 perception of the world has been extended uh, through the blend of what i know of you know french culture and american culture uh, and i'm not saying you know right or wrong there but it's an extension of your word becomes much bigger suddenly so what we say about opening horizons or widening horizons that that seems to be what you're what you're indicating definitely definitely yeah Yeah. Yeah. well so let's i know that you've blended our family has blended two different countries but if you had the opportunity to wave a magic wand and say i am going to give America a gift from France. Now, the Statue of Liberty is already here, so let's leave that aside. What habit or maybe a place or a practice would you import from France if you could? Mm. Uh, I'm trying to phrase it properly. I, <laughs> I, 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 I think... Uh, that's going to be like a cliche, okay? But the the habit around food in France, I think, is is brilliant. Uh, from 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 the, the diversity of uh, ingredients, from the the time we allocate to prepare meals, eat together. Uh, I think this is a uh, a tradition be, be, be beyond the obviously good food. Uh, I think the the, the 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 ability to slow down, you know, once twice a day, you know, three times if you're lucky, and and you know, share a meal around good food. I think it's it's something that I think we have kept as much as we can in our home in the US, but I think that's something that's missing uh, in a lot of cases in the US. So it would be the gift of slowing down, 
enjoying the food more or the preparation? What can you pinpoint? Is it the time devoted well, to it? I, th I think the food is just an excuse. I think what's important is the fact that we sit down. Oh, so you'd be okay but, if I ordered pizzas three nights of the week and Mexican takeout the other nights? Those are my favorite, you know. Maybe throw in some. No, I think there is a, there is a, there is a communion that happens when you pick ingredient and you, you you cook and you know some some other members of the family can partake and I think it's a ceremony. It's it just slow down. I think it's it's a good way of sharing and enjoying time together. I don't know. Okay. So the mm -hmm. choosing of the ingredients. You mentioned the diversity of ingredients. It's also the choice too, right? Of finding some quality ingredients when you're looking for them. Mm -hmm. I, 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 I found the, uh, the, 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 the section of canned food and processed product very diverse in the U.S., but I don't think that's what we should be eating the most. I mean, it's okay. <laughs> It's okay to have so, that once in a while. I mean, they're lifesavers sometimes. But. So many kinds of Campbell's soup, soup and Chef Boyardee, yes. Well, we well, have that with the cereals, with the chips, oh, you know. With, cereal. With, oh, yes. We, we so think that like this cereal well. for a while. Yeah, I remember. How about, how about if you reverse that? Um, if you were to move back to France tomorrow and you could take one habit, one place, one practice, one thing with you, what would you take back to France from the United States? Um, I like the efficiencies of some of the systems. Uh, although Americans might not know that because they have no way to compare that with what I've seen in France, but some of the um, I've I've interfaced with both both the American system for example and and the one in France and I'm, I think it was much better off in America. I think the procedures were better organized. I think I like I like the post office in the US. Somebody might chuckle at this, but trust me there, it's working well. Um, I liked my uh, little post office. Well the one in the villages that we lived in. They were yeah. pleasant. They knew who I was. I mean, they knew my parents' names. But yeah. um, but the and, efficiency. And How about parking spots? I would bring I, parking spots back with me. There is the space in general is nicer. <laughs> but I, 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 I think the um, I sure I forgot I was going to bring something and then I, I oh sorry I interrupted your park your post office. Yeah, I, I had I had I had the uh, something to 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 bring up, but I I forgot now. It's okay. He may come back. Sorry about that. Well, yeah. what are, what would you say? Well, you've mentioned food, but are there any other riches that having French in your life, having, I don't know if that's language or culture, what are the riches that that brings to you on any given Tuesday, for example? Tuesday? I know, uh, it's just a day of the week. You could say Sunday too. What do you do on Sunday that makes being French or having French in your life, really nice. Um, so I, I think, so I don't know if it's me or if it's just French, but I like to stay with the family at home. 
mm-hmm. or with the family, with other members of the family. But to, for me, Sunday is a, it's not typically something that you run around, do things, go to the stores, buy stuff. It's something that we don't do on Sundays. We stay home. Uh, some some people go to church. Um, all everybody usually have a Sunday meal as a family. Uh, and at a time where I was growing up, there were no running around to, you know, a, a sport event or, you know, or going to a store because the store closed. Most of the, the store closed. closed. So, yeah, that yeah. does that does add in a lovely sort of yeah. leisure. And, and, and that does two things, you know, that 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 removes the temptation of going that, and then that allows people who are working in those stores to spend time with their family on Sundays. Yeah. So, hmm. Well, do you have any advice that you would offer to parents of children? And that can be on language learning, on specifically for languages, I think, or teachers or students of languages, specifically to French, if you'd like, or just as a general rule, because you learned English as a foreign language. So maybe it's got to do with just general languages. Um, I, I believe languages are are important because they are opening, they are enabling you to open true communication with a foreign entity uh, that can be a, a culture, a person, in a workplace. I think the the way the world is going now is we tend to work more and more with people across the planet. Uh, being able to communicate is important. Um, at the same time, we also see that the society is getting, you know, there's a lot of aggressivity in a lot of the things we hear, we see, we watch. Uh, I think learning a different language gives you an opportunity to maybe, only maybe, but it's, it's still better than nothing to, to maybe understand some of the group and being able to live uh, better overall. So to find common ground with someone that you might think you have nothing in common with? Not necessarily common ground. We could be completely different, but at least we can have a conversation about it. Yeah. Oh, I like that. Very beautiful. Thank you. Anything else from your travels? I know that you've traveled probably to more countries than I have. Um, India, Germany, Ireland. Um. I don't know. I like... any, any last words? Uh, I would travel to Spain tomorrow to get some of those tapas and spend some time there. I suppose be... you'd need to bring your interpreter with you, huh? Yeah, if, <laughs> if, uh, if she's willing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Back mm-hmm. to Pays Basque. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I'd, e- I, I'd even like go dig up my Basque and study that a bit more for you. Mm-hmm. Well, Thank you for answering my questions today. I truly appreciate it. Avec plaisir. And um, mm-hmm. we'll, uh, we'll put this up before we go. You were, and thank you listeners. This was, our, this was my practice session with my first guest interview. But our real first guest is coming up this week. Her name is Lana March. She is just incredible 
She's a poet, a photographer, an artist. She's a writer in two languages who's lived her life also in two different, actually more than two different countries. You'll have to listen to this interview. It is just amazing. Stay tuned for Lana March, poet, photographer, artist, coming up this week. Merci, mon chéri. Au revoir, everyone. À tout de suite. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> Merci for joining us for today's episode. In the show notes, you will find all of the French expressions we shared with you today, a place to sign up for our newsletter so you don't miss a single episode, information about the classes we have, French with kids and French for couples, as well as a place to email Pierre, our assistant, with your comments, suggestions, and requests for future episodes. Until then, bonne semaine. Et au revoir.